did it. <laughs> we did it eventually. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Thanks to the Lyrics, a weekly deep dive into a single line, usually from a single Fall Out Boy song. I am James, your host, and I am not 27. I am Aaron, your second host, and I am 27. At least that's what I tell my kids every <laughs> single year on my birthday when they ask me how old I'm turning. Hello, everyone. Everyone. <laughs> everyone. Okay, that made me very happy, and I, I, I love it. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, hi. I am your other host, Tracy, and I literally am 27 years old. This is perfect. And I tweeted about nice. this song on my birthday. In all caps, I said, hey, Google, play 27 by Fall Out Boy, because that was the age I turned. And Google was like, charging $27. <laughs> and you're like, wait, no, Google, cancel. It's like, <laughs> charging Fall Out Boy, $27. <laughs> Patrick gets, gets a you half notification. A ticket. Like, why am I just getting $27 from this random woman whose profile picture is Lord Farquaad on Venmo? <laughs> James, did Patrick's you say, like, meh. James, did you say that gets you half a ticket? Yeah. In yes. what uh, year on the 2003. calendar? 2003. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. So we're talking about the song 27, which is a number that is three to the third power. It's three cubed. Yeah. But what it more depressingly refers to is the 27 Club, which is a fun thing where uh, people have noticed that lots of musicians uh, die on their 27th birthday or before their 20 when they are 27 such as Jim Morrison Janis Joplin uh, Jimi Hendrix and Kurt Cobain and Amy Winehouse to bring it into the uh, not men Amy Winehouse is only 27 Yep. I didn't know she was even that old. For some reason, I thought yep. she was in her earlier 20s. Huh. Um, the, the, you can go to a, um, a, uh, the Wikipedia page, and it can tell you lots of things. The list starts with this guy who died in 1892, Alexandre Levy, who was a composer, pianist, and conductor. I'm like, I mean, I guess. I, I guess, technically. Yeah. Um, Robert Johnson, the guy who sold his soul to the devil um, to get good at guitar. Same guy. Anyways, so that that is what the 27 refers to. And uh, I think Pete said, I spent most of the year I was 27 toxic, just completely over-medicated. I was stoked to make it past 27. Everyone was really worried. My management company were panicked because I was out of the office and, quote, pharmaceutically engaged. And oh, I didn't write the whole quote, but it was something like, and then the day he tor- turned 28, everyone in the studio was like, yay! <laughs> Nothing to worry about anymore. <laughs> Smooth sailing from here on yeah. out. The rest Until you hear about the 28 eat. Club. Um, oh, God. <laughs> So uh, the other thing, and I had Aaron uh, double check this to fact check it. This is the first song that Fall Out Boy released that has the word fuck in it. So Really? There are only 10 fucks in all of Fall Out Boy's discography, and two of them are in this song. Yeah. Wow. I was surprised by that because James and I were talking about it earlier, and it feels like... Fall Out Boy would say fuck a whole lot more. But I right, think it's like, because everything, like, their whole kind of thing is, like, edgy and a little dark and, like, you know, you're 
parents are going to be mad that you're listening to these songs. Yeah. And whatever, but. Well, I know Patrick's not much of a swearer. Like, oh, he's really? The really? Yeah, he's like the innocent boy. Uh, but he, I really don't think he likes If Homer's where the heart is, then we're all just, and Pete goes, fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we, I said get fucked <laughs> more on the second season mm-hmm. than Fall Out Boy has said in their whole discography. Yes, true. that is that is a fact. That is, yep, that is categorically true. <laughs> the moral of the story is Tracy swears too much. Tracy has more fucks to give than Fall Out Boy is yes. the moral of that story. Bottomless mm-hmm. pit of fucks. Or, or fewer fucks to give because she might have given them all out. I don't know how many she started with. Tracy, how yeah. many fucks Infinity did you start fucks. with? What's your delta fucks? So many fucks. Bottomless. Oh, okay. I just, I have a void of fucks in my backyard. Oh. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Is that what that... A void of fucks. I'm sorry, void of fucks is really funny. <laughs> stick my hand in? This There's is what I fuck. call my void of fucks, wink. Gross. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure how that's gross, but it is. <laughs> is um, that a butthole euphemism? <laughs> Oh, Who can tell? I wasn't even thinking that. <laughs> oh, I well, I wasn't either, but I wasn't not. not I mean, it. same. I was thinking vagina. I don't know yeah. why. James, to my knowledge, doesn't have one of those. But I, we've been friends we have a long for this. <laughs> I was gonna say we've been friends a long time. I feel like it would have come up in conversation at right. some point. We do have lyrics for this, and they're going to be read by Tracy. Yeah, so contrary to the past two episodes, we have really slimmed it down. We're going back to our roots. We have picked a single lyric from this song. Just read small. the lyrics from the whole song. Go ahead, Tracy. Okay. If home is where... <laughs> um, I love this song so much. Okay, so Me the line too. we've chosen, which was very difficult to narrow it down, is... Doing lines of dust and sweat off last night's stage just to feel like you. And I feel like this one has a very straightforward meaning, and I will be interested to hear your thoughts on it. Would you like to hear my thoughts on it? If I may, if I may just interject, gross. Go ahead. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, James, for that contribution. Yes, disgusting. So it does conjure up quite an image. So doing lines like cocaine would be, yep, snorting it up your nose. Didn't like the sound James made, but he did it. Uh, So dust and sweat. So that's like, you know, off the stage after a show to feel like the audience like the audience is all hyped up to be there and they're really excited you know it's probably a treat oh my god i'm gonna finally go see follow boy and it's gonna be amazing and all my dreams are gonna come true and i'll see pete in the flesh and his sweat will be on the stage gross and then so they're trying to get high off of the feeling that their audience is having because they don't feel like that anymore which makes me very sad (laughs) like it's not special to them it's just a job so for a long time i also interpreted it that way and then when i found out about the 27 club i was like oh it's fallout boy doing lines of dust and sweat off of Last night's stage, meaning the stage in the past, meaning all of those 27 club members, just to feel like them. 
Like, mm. oh, we're just like taking hmm. a hit off of that same like pain so, and drugs and oh, fame that all these guys had. Yeah. We want to feel like them. So yikes, that's maybe not going to end up too well for us. So not like literally the last night stage, but like all the cumulative the last night's stages. Yeah. Like, yeah. A couple thoughts. Um, first and most importantly, I think it was Tupac that said when he died he wanted people to roll him up and smoke him in a blunt. Gross. Along with um, marijuana. And I think they did do that, in fact. Oh, well. Second. I mean, at that point, you're just carbon. <laughs> so, like, I guess. Right, exactly. I mean, I feel like it's, that can't be healthy, anymore. but... Yeah. Well, I don't think smoking yeah. anything is particularly healthy, but... Well, no, but I feel like adding human remains into it makes it... But once no, you're what if ash, you did you're just two, what if you did At least Tupac existentially less healthy? Yeah. What was that, James? What if you did Tupac in a hookah? Mm. Hoopac. Is there a filter? Hoopac, In yeah, a hookah? Yeah. Hoopac, uh, right. There can be. Okay, then I think if there's a filter, then you're probably good, and it's a, a spiritual uh, moment. Hang on, though. James, mm. you're the chemist. When something burns, mm. it's just mm. like, is there a difference between ash from a fire and ash from a person necessarily if it's completely burned down uh, like it's basically so when you when you have an ignition um, equation it's like you get you put in oxygen and you get out um, co2 and water okay and other stuff like depending on what you burn you okay. get that stuff out but then there's other things that come out too. It's just that you, so the ash is like carbon that comes out and whatever. So if you're burning something down like wood versus a person, it would be close probably, okay. but not necessarily the same thing. It would probably, I think it smells worse. All of the like Chuck Palahniuk books that I've read would lead me to believe that I think a burning person smells worse than a burning right. piece of wood. Well, plus there's hair, you know. Sure, yeah. there's hair. Right. Right. But like right. the stuff that burns away. So shave your. <laughs> Shave your head before you get cremated, I guess. Before you get burned. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Once it's all, this is such a morbid conversation, but like once it's all yeah. burned down, like if you have like an urn with human ashes and a jar with ashes from wood and you sprinkle them in with the marijuana and roll them mm. and inhale them, is there functionally any difference between those two? two situations or from just yeah. a regular joint that doesn't have extra ashes added in i wouldn't i wouldn't think so okay i think if you took as long as you like filtered out like the stuff that didn't burn like teeth and bones. stuff yeah and bones i like how you I specifically thought you, Tracy, said, I thought you said phones <laughs> and i'm like i don't think they usually put those in the crematorium but <laughs> that was tupac's second request um <laughs> i want to be burned with my, with phone. my phone to which <laughs> he i misinterpreted pictured burner I pictured that, like, mid-90s, like, the clear landline phone. Oh, nice. Wow. That's what I picture. Because he, he died in the mid-90s, right? Early 90s? Mm-hmm. 1996, yeah. I believe. Okay. Wow. Hey, look at me yeah. knowing things. Nice. And I then I pictured the lip phone that DJ Tanner had on Full House. Wow. Sure, I was picturing a football phone a little bit. Okay. Um, I should... He died in 1996. Look at me. Look at I'm you. I'm proud of he was only 25, though. Oh, so well. So he doesn't get to be in this club. Just FYI, uh, B, uh, Notorious B.I.G. was only 24. All these oh, people dying very, that, very young. God, that's, that is so tragic. And there's, yeah. I mean, I hopefully it's getting better now. 
because of like conversations and things like that but like i mean there was such a pressure like you need to be mentally ill in order to make art if you are not shooting up drugs having unprotected and unsafe sex like you are not making quality art if you're happy if you get happy you're not making art right yeah which and if you take antidepressants right yeah it, it, which is just such a shitty... I mean, I think what Hank Green... I, lots of people have talked about this. No, it was John Green. He talked about how he even fell into that at one point, where he stopped taking his antidepressants because he felt like he was losing his creativity. And it was like, no, turns out that just helps you actually do things. Have yeah. mm-hmm. antidepressants. It hones it, yeah. Right. For sure. I did find a 2011... Uh, article from independent.co.uk about uh, Tupac Shakur's group The Outlaws smoking his ashes. So, cool. um, I can maybe link that in the show notes. Sure. <laughs> I Okay, when I die, I want to leave behind people who love me enough that they would be willing to smoke my ashes if I asked them mm. to do that, but I would mm-hmm. not ask them to do that because that does feel... I, I am not comfortable with that from like a me perspective. Like mm-hmm. I don't want mm-hmm. to put my body into the body of other, like the lungs of my friends right. and loved ones. How about we just spread you while we smoke weed? Is that cool? Yes. Okay. That, you know I'm what? I thinking you, like a jelly and I thought that was really gross. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't want to be cremated. I want to be jellified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want you to smoke me. I want you to make a peanut butter sandwich with me. <laughs> a peanut butter and Aaron jelly sandwich. Yum. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> well, not even cremated. Just literally just jellified. <laughs> Liquefied. Yeah. I hate um, I can't I can't I do not have words enough <laughs> to express how much I hate. That Aaron and mix her with unflavored gelatin. <laughs> I am a writer for a living, and I do not have the words to express how awful that is. Actually, no, I think jellified human remains sandwich is the words I'm looking for to express how awful that is. What if? Would it look more like strawberry jelly or like... Mm, blackberry, probably. Like apricot or like... I think... I don't know. I think that depends on whether or not you filter out the blood before you jellify the person. That's true. And also on how much melanin they have in their skin. Dear Morgan, I have a new thing for you for taste tester. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Aaron's remains. (laughs) You know what? I would be honored to be consumed by Morgan on the internet. (laughs) Taste tester's content. Morgan jellifies Aaron's remains. So that'll have to be a day two thing, probably, I guess, so, so that you can do all the I other I think I'm recording before. all of the days. It might have to be Patreon bonus content. <laughs> or you Fine. know what? The Snips finale. How long does she need to jellify a person? I mean, really. I can't believe it's not Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this episode went off the rails. So, so my second last thing. Last thought. Can I, can I have a 1B thought? Can I take along on your thought? As a child. Yeah, uh, which on one? On the Tupac thing? No. I don't know. This is an independent <laughs> thought, I guess. <laughs> As a, this is still Aaron Jello. Uh, we had Jello molds, and some of them were race cars. How do you feel about mm. being a race car? <laughs> Gelatin. I mean, Aaron. that's fine. All right, okay. real quick. If you could be in any jello mold as your jellified remains, what would it be and why, Tracy, go? Um, p- 
probably botanicals. So it would be like mm. cool flowers mm-hmm. and things, and yeah. then because it would look cool and pretty. My own face. Oh, I th- of course it's fucking meta, James. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very perfect. You know, my my first thought when you said Jello mold, I immediately thought of those um, like the bunt cake looking jello mm-hmm. molds mm-hmm. that's yeah. not what i want but that was my gut reaction then my really second jiggly. thought was i've never actually had that style of jello growing up we had we always ate jello in these like plastic tupper they were tupperware from like the 70s kind of looked like martini glasses but without like actual stems it was like this it was like oh, this yeah. stem part was like an inch high instead of being an actual stem. Those mm, were our jello like a cups. Parfait, like almost like a parfait. Uh, it serving. was like if you mashed a parfait dish and a martini glass together and made it, oh, you know, pastel plastic Parfini. and then put jello in it. So that was right. my second thought. And then I remembered that star shaped jello jigglers exist. And that's what mm. I want to be jellified as. I feel like this is because a fun even because as long as you shoot for the moon, at least you'll land among the star-shaped Jello jigglers. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a song title. That's very good. <laughs> I was just gonna compliment you about how among the galaxy of uh, the Scavengers Network, you are truly the star-shaped Jello jiggler. Oh, thanks, James. <laughs> Also, can I take mine back? I decided, actually, fun fact about me, I hate jello. Don't like the texture. Mm. I used to eat it when I was oh, really? a kid. The only way I can eat it is if it's a jello shot. And because my tongue mm. doesn't work, it has to be in a syringe. I'm tongue tied, so I can't stick my tongue up very far. Okay. You're like a cat. Yeah. So we just you. got a really adorable Tracy blep for those listening yeah. at home. Uh, there's a piece of here there's a pizza here oh tracy's showing us the underside of her tongue and she does in fact have a tongue tie yeah like about that extra flappy like i could get it snipped but why because like it can go wrong if it if they snip it wrong like there yeah. can be complications and you do kind of have to like relearn how to talk so i'm like at this point i've been fine why change You just it? can't do jello shots out of a and cup. And making ice cream is awkward. <laughs> so I can see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's my whole... Cause, so jello in a syringe with alcohol mixed mm-hmm. in because it cuts down on the jello mm. texture. Because once it's shot through the syringe, it also kind of like, you know, it's not a huge Liquifies. blob of gelatin anymore. And then yeah. I can eat it. And usually I'm pretty It's like drunk. when you suck jello through your teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Tracy had a visceral reaction to that. That's two for two, baby. I personally, okay, this this may only be a question for James, because I feel like this only existed for a brief time, and Tracy may have been too young. Do you remember the layered jello? Like the three-layered jello, where it was like regular jello, and then the top was almost like a a meringue-type jello, and then in the middle, it was in between, and it was three different colors. Ew. Like, is it gel? Was it Jello brand? Yeah, it was a Jello brand, and it was like a three-layered thing. You had to like mix up three different packets of it and let it set. No. In different stages. No. no? Oh man, that was huh. like. It was so. We didn't have Jello very often at home, but when we did, it was always in those. Like we would make it on the stove, and it was always in those cups. But yeah. that three-layer Jello was like the best treat. We got it maybe. 
maybe three times ever in my life because it was so work intensive because I'm pretty sure you had to make the base layer, let it set, make the second layer and put it on top and let it set and then make the third layer and put it on top and let it set. So it was like a multi-hour process and my mom was like, I'm not doing this. I was sitting here being like, no, I've never seen those ready-made cups of (laughs) Jell-O in the three layers at the store. No, And you're like, make it from three packets. I was like... Ugh. No, that's how we used to have. I forget. That- in, in my family, that was how we had Jello growing up. We rarely got like the snack packs where it was like pre-made. Oh, we yeah, always we made the Jello, like pudding like, and yeah. stuff. You make your own pudding. Yeah, from yeah. a packet. Mm-hmm. When the milk's expiring. In a way, you can also make your own jelly. You can we eventually. I guess that. you need a little bit of help. Yeah, I would yeah, need help because yeah. That's a lot more labor intensive. <laughs> Aaron preserves. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure James was talking about a jellified human there. Yeah, that's it. Gross. Um, I hate it. So Does your grandma want to make Aaron the- jelly, Tracy? I'm sure she would love it. Cool. Aww. She can help Morgan. We can have a guest star on Taste Testers. Oh, my God. Aww. Grandma. I love anyway, it. James has been trying to say a second thing for about 20 minutes now. Uh-huh. Um, I guess the thing, there's two things. So I like the last night's stage, um, stage not being like where you perform, but, uh, part of life. Mm-hmm. Like a, like it's a stage. Sure. Yeah. Uh, um, I like that. And then if we're staying though in the, it is a stage where you've, where they've performed the previous night. I like to think that the audience was taking in the dust and sweat. In the moment during the concert, mm-hmm. but now it's now it's the next day, so all of that has settled down to the floor of the of the stage, and so you have to do lines of it to get the same feeling. But then there's also this weird, like subservient, like bowing, like it's such a like a a menial way to try and capture you know the joy of the previous night. It's right. the bending over and. Yeah. yeah. See, and I've always pictured it. I mean, you're right. Like, it, it would be wild to watch a performer on stage get down on their hands and knees and snort something off the stage. Like, whatever. So I've always pictured it. Everyone's gone. It's the morning. We're a little hungover. We have to go pick up the rest of our equipment. We're going to do these lines off the stage so we can, you know, get through this and whatever. But what if it is, like, the next night of performing and we, like... Now we're trying to feel like you. We're trying to get our energy up for the audience who's here. Now we got to get down. We got to do a line just so we can perform. <laughs> yeah. Huh. When I listen to this song, I al- I always get the same like mental picture, which is the concert is actively going on, but it's like so it it it's like the performers are literally doing lines off of the stage. But the concert that's going on around them is almost like superimposed over them. So it's like two different periods in time on top mm. happening at, like on top of each other, Ooh. like in a movie. Yeah. And that is the yeah. mental image that I all I don't I don't always get mental images when I listen to music. But right. this song evokes that like this line specifically evokes that mental right. image every single time. I also sort of get an incident at Owl Creek Bridge where it's like it starts with the same line it ends with. Mm -hmm. So if that's the same line, then all the song happens in like it's like a time stops and they're doing all this whole thing. Yeah. And then it's like then we're all just fucked and it goes on. So it's like, 
uh, like a break, like a pause, like a, yeah. uh, you know, a Zach Morris timeout sort of deal. I like that. If I can just reference the other part of the line that also references drug usage and shooting up happiness. So shooting the sunshines mm. into your veins and wanting mm-hmm. it yeah. so bad. It feels like this is something like, I want it so bad, I will do lines of dust and sweat off last night's stage. Because I need that feeling of happiness. I need to feel like you, who I assume is happy. Yeah. Yeah. I was reminded of uh, uh, the drugs in the thermostat from... Yeah. Mm-hmm whenever that was oh right um, which is almost the opposite because there's a drug in the thermostat yeah. this drug's for you now i'm taking a drug from you love that love that slogan this drug's for you mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um the other i keep trying my brain keeps trying to turn lines into something that isn't like cocaine mm-hmm. especially as we're talking about lines of the song mm-hmm. oh right so it's almost like lines of dust and sweat off last night's stage it's almost like a a rep- repetition or like um how you often hear about singers that are like i have to get into this state of mind to sing this song mm-hmm. because otherwise i won't like perform it right or singing this song puts me in that state of mind so i do it fine every time like if you're talking about like doing lines of dust and sweat, which are sort of like things that have already come out of your body or whatever, mm-hmm. um, it's almost like you could almost interpret it as like every night I'm doing the same thing as I did the night before to sort of make this crowd feel like that crowd did. Right. Maybe. Right. It's sort of a, and I keep interpreting things in in the with the context of then they broke up for four years. Yeah. Yeah. So I see a lot of a lot of doom and gloom, right? Because it does feel like in these otherwise happy lyrics. Yeah, this is like we are hitting a wall. We're coming up on. We don't know why they're doing. We're doing this anymore. Like you enjoy it. We're not. This sucks. And it's almost like, it, it, I mean, I feel like them going on hiatus was probably something they were thinking about while creating this yeah. album. You know, they probably knew long before the album was released, hey, this is going to be our last album for a while. We don't know when we're going to do yeah. this again. And this is why, because this is what we're feeling, you know? Yeah. Like, we need a break. Yeah, exactly. Um, it just occurred to me that doing lines of dust and sweat off the stage, as opposed to doing drugs, mm-hmm. we can't get the same feeling that we're looking for from doing lines of cocaine. Mm-hmm. Or shooting up heroin or whatever, because we're trying to get. So we're we're doing whatever we can to get the same rush as we get from how you were feeling last night. Yeah. So we're we're going back to the source to like I don't know maybe if we do this like we do drugs it'll do the same thing as drugs or whatever. Yeah. There's sort of a post drugs sort of uh, narrative that I keep picturing where it's like I don't know all I know is do lines of the thing you want in your pun. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's like <laughs> they're not literally going to snort dust and sweat off the stage. I feel like that's right. disgusting if they literally meant it that mm. way. So how are they, you know, figuratively doing lines of dust and sweat <laughs> off the stage? Like, especially if they also spilled their guts on that same same stage. It's like ew. Right. <laughs> now you're just doing lines of your own guts, and nobody wants that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but your like, what does that hey, kids, are not don't do lines to go of your own your, guts. Like respiratory tract. Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. But for it, like, what is, what is... Eat your own guts. 
how does don't snort it one like do you just go back to the venue and like try to recapture that feeling or like and also it's off of the stage it's not off of the dance floor it's not off of the audience right you know it's the stage was it is it just nostalgia for the past is it just like the drug of right living in the past maybe Hot and lines are dust and sweat yeah repetitious it's like uh you know how dust is like i was gonna i here's a, a, a sneak peek into james's research i almost looked up like what percentage of dust is skin cells but then i was like nah, i'm good yeah, yeah. But now let me bring up the fact that dust is a lot, a lot of it is skin cells. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like you you shed a previous part of you, but now you're trying to get that part of you oh. back into you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, also sweat, you know. And sweat too. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I like that. I mean, if it's, I don't if, like See, that. I turned it back into something not gross. Yeah. <laughs> if it is referencing <laughs> the, like, if the you is not the audience... Um, but is in fact like the the members of the twenty seven club, mm, then mm-hmm. the doing lines of dust and sweat off of last night's stage could well be you had mentioned like returning to the venue. It could be when we get to play a venue that one of these other mm. famous musicians who died tragically young yes. is playing, and we are, you know, like that's in the back of our mind. Like this is the you know. Kurt Cobain played yes, this venue. Absolutely. We're out on absolutely. the same stage that Kurt Cobain was on. We're out on the same right. stage yep. that Amy Winehouse was on. And, and we're not literally doing lines of dust and sweat, but it's like kind of the same as like, you know, standing in the same, like walking in the same footsteps. And then there's right. the, you know, I want the high of the fame and the love that their fans had for them when they were performing. Mm-hmm. Right. But is you know, chasing that high going to end up with us crashing and burning. Right. And then, yeah, is it addictive like drugs? Or, yeah, is is it so addictive that we will do, you know, we want to feel like those people who were so famous. We want to be such good performers and such good songwriters. So yeah. are we going to get so addicted to chasing that high that we are going to forget who we actually are? Yeah. I I thought of another interpretation. Uh-huh. Which I like that one a lot too. James, you said your you know, your skin cells and your sweat. So if you're dropping your own skin cells and sweat onto the stage while you're performing, if you go back to last night's stage, the dust and sweat is yours just to feel like you feel the way I feel when I'm performing. So the you is past mm-hmm. me and I'm oh, trying yeah. to feel mm. like not the audience. But, like, the you that's on stage. So, who am yeah. I when I'm performing? That's the only time I feel good. And that's the you I want to feel like. This past me. I love that. Yeah. I really love that. I sort of related to that. I was also picturing Pete going back to last night's stage to try and snort dust and sweat from Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Almost like sort of eating the eating your enemy to get their power or whatever. It's like, like I need to... Yeah. Yeah, put Patrick fully in his mouth inside of me. Yeah, yeah. To, to I don't know. To he was particularly excellent last night, so I want to. I want to eat that. Get some of that. Yeah, yeah. Nom, 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 nom. Patrick still won't let me eat him. So, <laughs> so I just I have to. <laughs> I have to. Um, oh my god, be sustained off of his 
dust and sweat that he His name shed. is Patrick Stump, and yet he will not let me cut one of his limbs off. I just don't get it. Jeez. He's such an asshole. We've said a lot of things today. We sure have. We, you know, we sure have. Would you like, or did we solve it? Would I, should I do some social yeah. media and yeah. see us to bed? This has three really long episodes with a lot of good stuff in them and also a lot of tangents. Stuff for the cutting room mm. floor. Mine's <laughs> only going to be like one sentence long, weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So social media. We have Twitter for the podcast. It is at thanks for the lyrics pod. But what you're going to do is you're going to take all of those vowels and you're going to throw them on the stage with all the dust and the sweat. And if you want to in the morning, you can come back and snort them up and then they will go into your body because they don't belong on Twitter. No vowels on Twitter. Don't do it the night of. They need time to marinate in the dust. And sweat. It's true. It's you're not going to get the best high if you don't let them yeah. marinate in the dust and the sweat. Individually, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, we promise that sometimes individually we're better than we have been tonight. I promise nothing. <laughs> I'm at, I only promise it because I can't remember the last time I posted on Twitter. I'm at unabashedly Aaron. I'm at unabashed James. And I am at a deals warlock. Tracy, stop yelling. I'm so tired. <laughs> Uh, we are proud members of the Scavengers Network on Twitter at ScavengersNet. You can keep those vowels. They belong there. Uh, the Scavengers Network is also online at scavengersnetwork.com. We stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Scavengers Network. We are on Patreon at patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network. If you have a couple extra bucks a month and you want some bonus content i almost said free bonus content but it's literally the opposite of that you do have to give us two dollars a month in order to access the bonus content once, once you pay two dollars a month and all and the bonus free. content is free yeah, exactly exactly yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah you can get a lot of bonus content from the network at patreon.com slash the scavengers network and hey you remember that twitch url i gave you a second ago on may 21st through 23rd if you log into twitch.tv slash the scavengers network, you'll get to see our faces. Like all of our faces. Like all of, all of the scavengers network and some people who Even are not Colin on the scavengers Parker? network. I'll Even Colin M. Parker, pod boss at large. Because we are doing the scavengers network independent podcast showcase, also called Snips. It is a weekend Snip. long. What? Oh, okay. James is just making <laughs> snip noises. Cool, cool, cool. It's it's a weekend long so podcast stupid. festival on the internet. It's completely free. You don't need tickets. You just need the URL. I've already given it to you twice, but in case your memory is bad, it's twitch.tv slash the scavengers network. That's going to do it for us tonight. I guess all I have left to say is, hey, Fallout Boy, thanks for the lyrics and the really gross mental images of jellified human remains. And the sounds James just made. Gross. Folia doing lines of dust and spit off last night's keyboard just to make this podcast. Is spit a viable substitute for sweat? It's because I'm talking. Mm-hmm.
I'm not sweating very much you, while I record. Oh, okay, <laughs> I am gotcha, talking gotcha. a lot. If you take sweat and add baking powder, it's the same thing as spit. Right. It's it's the same. <laughs> but not baking soda. It has to be baking powder, right? Dude, it's it, two parts please, spit, one God, part baking Please, God, don't add powder. baking soda. Right, because acid yeah. and base and explosions. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. The more basic. Didn't you know your spit's explosive if you mix it with baking powder? Baking soda. You can mix it with baking powder. That makes baking it sweat. Baking soda. If you mix baking powder with guns, you get gunpowder. Mm-hmm. Baking gunpowder. Mm-hmm. And then That's every time you shoot your gun, funny. it shoots out little mini muffins. Yum. <gasps> it's delicious and kind, kind of, of cute and I not lethal. My home. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Do you wake up and find that it's later than it was when you last opened your eyes? Does every step forward seem to pull you away from where you just were? Do you feel like symptoms on pharmaceutical commercials are just specific enough to make the majority of listeners think that they need treatment? If this is you or someone you know, you may need the Scavengers Network Indie Podcast Showcase. Snips. Developed by the top minds at the Scavengers Network, Snips is guaranteed to be a thing you can watch from May 21st through 23rd, 2021 on Twitch, Facebook, or at snipshowcase.com. Ask your doctor if Snips is right for you, and also if they'd like to come over to your place to watch with you, if you have that kind of relationship. Snips. It's the only podcast festival specifically designed to be what this ad was all about. Snipshowcase.com. That's S-N-I-P showcase.com. Side effects may include laughter, hunger, confusion, flexibilization, triumphs, emulsion, looking up words in the dictionary to see if they're real or if someone just made them up, disorientation followed by immediate reorientation, dizziness, busyness, busyness, or floppy knuckles.